G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. Thanks for joining me this week and I'm going to have another go at this whole subject of repentance. We said last week it's one of the most important words found in all of Scripture and at the same time one of the greatest gifts that God can give any one of us. In Mark 1.15, Jesus said, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The key word for entry into the kingdom of God and salvation is repentance. We need to repent and turn to Jesus. It's also one of the first of the foundation doctrines found in Hebrews chapter 6. We saw last week that the Greek word for repentance is metaneo, which means a decision that leads to a change of mind and then action. The thought is a person is going in one direction, they repent, whereby they do a 180 degree turn and start walking in a completely opposite direction. So it's a complete change of heart, mind and action. And I think we need to see a lot more of that in the church today. We looked at what repentance is not. I'll just summarize. It's not simply an admission of sin. We can easily admit our sin, but have no intention to change. Secondly, it's not just a conviction of sin. I've felt convicted of sin over the years, confessed, but then not changed my behavior. There's been no true repentance. Repentance is more than worldly sorrow. People can be sorry for the consequences of their sins, but not for the fact that they actually sinned. Repentance is also not just a decision to do better tomorrow, to turn a new leaf, a new year's resolution. It's not becoming religious, attending church, praying and reading the Bible. The Pharisees did all that without being saved. And also, it's not just an acknowledgement of God and truth. James 2.19, you believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. What I want to look at this week is five aspects of repentance. The first one is this, we need to continue to repent throughout the whole course of our lives, becoming more and more like Jesus. What I mean by this is repentance is not a one-off action when we get saved, but all through life, we need to keep repenting as God shows us areas of our lives which are not pleasing to him. So over the years, this is my own personal experience, God has shown me areas in my heart and lives that he's not been pleased with. And so he's convicted me and I've found myself repenting. Often these have been tremendous times of blessing in my life. This is what I've discovered. God has the ability to convict us of something and yet at the same time, we feel great about it and we don't feel condemned. I'm not sure how God does it. It's quite incredible, but I know that's often the way it works. Repentance will also lead to a closer walk with God and greater freedom. What God asks of us is always for our ultimate good and blessing. So when you understand what repentance really is and what it does, 
you'll realize it is a wonderful word and a great experience to have. In fact, a key element in revivals is often repentance. Revival is often a time of personal repentance, forgiveness, and restoration. In revival, the Holy Spirit calls on people to repent of obvious sins and then reveals those that are not so obvious. Things like a loss of first love, not serving, pleasures of life, money, not sharing our faith. The Holy Spirit reveals our true condition and the need to repent. In fact, I've read over recent times a lot of the past revivals that have taken place in history and they're just absolutely fascinating reading and gives you a great hunger to see God pour out his spirit again. But in these revivals, many times there's come a level of conviction and repentance that is absolutely amazing. People would groan under the weight of this conviction. Often it would last for hours or even days. Sometimes people would be immobilized until they finally somehow came through that conviction, repented, were forgiven, and came into tremendous freedom. And this would happen to to non-believers, people who didn't even believe in Jesus would suddenly in a revival come under this tremendous conviction of God. It would happen inside the church, but also outside of the church, in the streets, you know, and on trains and in different places where when God begins to move by His Spirit, there comes a tremendous wave of repentance. My prayer is God, do it again. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au.